You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Football brought to you in part by Smith's. Smith's has all of your fresh game day grilling and tailgating faves. And when you shop today, you can get free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Just order from the app or at Kroger.com and make your game day great. Smith's, fresh for everyone. Great play a moment ago. Jaron Hall, 52 yards down the middle to Puka Nakua. Makes the catch and sets BYU up first down and 10 at the Baylor 21-yard line. BYU's deepest penetration of the day. First possession getting into Baylor's side of the field today on drive number three. And it'll be the first play of the second quarter. And the ball is next snap. 15 minutes on the second quarter clock. The green-clad Baylor Bears, the navy and white-clad BYU Cougars. New uni combo today with navy helmets, white jerseys, and navy pants. Baylor in all green with yellow numerals and the sailor bear on the helmet. BYU has the traditional stretch Y, but a sailor Coug decal sticker on the back of the helmet. So they're trying to match Baylor that way. Ball's ready for play, and Jaron Hall is in shotgun. Tyler Algier off his left hip. Strength is to the right with a tight end and trips. So everything to the right. Ball middle of the field between the hashes. Jaron Hall receives a snap, hands off to Algier. Algier immediately tackled no gain as he ran middle. First quarter yardage. Baylor 134, BYU 68. The Cougs got 52 of the 68 on the last play of the first quarter. BYU's now minus two yards rushing for the day. That includes uh, the flea flicker sack earlier. Which they accounted for negative 12. You know, Greg, I said that BYU has to establish a run, and they, and they do eventually, but they also have to take what the defense gives them. That last rush, Baylor kept an extra defender weak, which meant they were man for They only had man for man to the quad side of the offense, which is part of the reason why they got the one-on-one with Puka a couple plays earlier. Second and 10, boot throw by... Hall to Rex. Rex makes the catch. That's not a great spot on the far side. That's a three-yard gain is all. I thought it was closer to four, but they'll say a three-yard catch made by Rex as he's immediately tea-kettled on the right side. So it'll go to third down and seven for BYU. BYU without a third down conversion today. Cougs are 0 for 2 on third downs. Missing on a third and three and a third and 26. This will be a third down and seven. Pardon me, Greg. I was going to say with the quarter changeover, BYU now has the wind at their back. Uh, don't know if that plays into the decision-making as far as the field goal or to go for it on fourth. They now go empty for Jaron Hall. Trips left, twins right. Throw underneath. Catch made. Shaken off a tackle. Neil Powell gets the 10 to the 5. First and goal, BYU. The Cougs move the chains on third down for the first time today. From third and 7 at the 18 to first and goal from the 6-yard line. Jaron Hall to Neil Pau'u, and a nice job to shed a tackler to move the sticks. Greg, if uh, I'm all for getting Tyler Algier. He is one of your best players, if not your best player. But if they're going to give you one-on-one matchups against Puka Nakua, Neil Pau'u, and Gunnar Romney, you take those all day. Great job by Jaron getting the ball out of his hand quickly. Good job by Neil making a move and picking up the first down. Jaron now audibles and hauls a mini huddle as they now go pistol with Algier behind Hall. First and goal from the six. Snap chest high to Hall. Boots left. 
Pulls it down and then throws it away on a shuffle. Ooh, and he hits the deck hard, too, on the boundary. So hit as he was headed toward the sideline. It'll go to second and goal from the six, and that's his first incompletion. It comes on a throwaway after six straight completions for 85 yards. So Hall was six for six. He opened up last week seven for eight. Yeah, highly efficient, finding receivers. That time on the boot, he had Isaac Rex in the flat who was covered up, and he had Puka in the in the end zone who was actually double covered. Those were his only two receiving options, and uh, hence the throwaway. Second and goal from the six-yard line. Ball between the hash marks, closer to the left than the right hash. They vacate for Hall. The swing screen to Algier makes the catch. The 10, the 5, steps to the pylon. Did he get in? No, they say just shy of the goal line. It'll be between the one and the plane. And so third and goal inside the one coming up for BYU. You talked about this in the pregame, Greg. Coach Roderick was most, of all the unfortunate things that happened, was most disappointed about having first and goal on the three and not coming away with a touchdown. It's third down here with the ball just inside the one-yard line. I got to imagine they're going to put this play squarely on the shoulders of their offensive line and running back Tyler Algier and go straight at the heart of this Baylor defense. Pistol, Algier, the tailback. Hall in shotgun. Takes the snap. The give to Tyler, and Tyler powers his way into the end zone. Tyler Algier scores, and the Cougars take the lead. It is BYU 6 and Baylor 3, 12-17 to go until halftime. The Cougar fans rise and as one to applaud the efforts of Tyler Algier, dragging a tackler into the end zone to make it 6-3 with a PAT pending. I love that drive. It was composed of two things. What got you down to set up the touchdown was taking what the defense gave you, and then once you're there at third and one, at third and goal from the one, you hand it off to your best player and let your physical alignment uh, establish their dominance for the touchdown. Jake Oldroyd on for the PAT, swings the right leg, Splits the uprights, and BYU takes a 7-0 lead here early in quarter number two. BYU 7 and Baylor 3. The Cougars were held scoreless in the opening quarter for the first time since their first game against Arizona. But they make up for a scoreless first with a score early in the second. Cougs take the lead, 7-3. We're taking a timeout on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. We just had a Mountain America Credit Union touchdown, courtesy of Tyler Algier. For each touchdown BYU scores this season, Mountain America will donate $250 to the American Red Cross to help fund humanitarian services and programs. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics for Tyler Algier, Rushing touchdown nine of the season, 22 on the career. Overall touchdown number 23 for Tyler Algier. By the way, he has all nine rushing touchdowns for BYU this season. And BYU has, for the seventh time in seven games, scored the first touchdown of the game. Tyler Algier from one yard. And the Cougs make it 7-3 on the Jacob Oldroyd PAT. Jake now is 110 for 114 PAT tries in his illustrious BYU career. And Jake will stay on the field to kick off. By the way, good to see Jake kicking in consecutive back-to-back-to-back games now. After he had that trouble earlier in the year staying on the field, he's now stayed on the field and has had good weeks, resulting in good weekends. And he'll now kick off with the wind at his back. Back to return for Baylor are Preston Ebner and Abram Smith. And that'll be a touchback 
Bringing us to our first pigskin scoring summary brought to you by your Utah pork producers. Utah pork producers proudly supporting cougar families by producing healthy, nutritious pork for your dinner table. Real pork raised by real Utah farmers, raised by real Utah farmers for real cougar fans like you. For more information on real pork, visit pork.org. 75 yards, 8 plays, 3.54 off the clock. And the final play is a Tyler Algier one-yard touchdown run. And the Old Royd PAT making the score 7-3. Baylor back on the field on offense. First and 10 for the home standing Bears in all green. First and 10 from their 25-yard line. Ball near hash. The Bears going right to left as we see it and you hear it. They're in the pistol. Snap Bohannon. Turn and hand off to Ebner. Ebner turns the corner and has a 10-yard gain. Forced out of bounds after he moves the sticks to the 35-yard line. Solid run. The tackle at the boundary by Ben Bywater, BYU's leading tackler on the year. You ben, hope. Ben's gone over the 50-tackle plateau here in the first half, Riley. Yeah, Kalani mentioned it in the pregame. Ben has been a pleasant surprise uh, coming in and producing in a big way for this BYU defense. But I was going to say you hope that that play isn't reproducible for Baylor. His first contact from the BYU defense was made eight yards downfield. Not a recipe for success. Motioning back to the backfield is Ebner making it pistol. The handoff to Ebner going outside the tackle right. And he gets a gain of four to the 39-yard line. Second down and six with the clock running to 11.35 here in quarter number two. Greg Rubel and Riley Nelson, Mitchell Jurgens down on the field coming to you from beautiful McLean Stadium in Waco, Texas on the banks of the Brazos River. As you talked about in pregame, there are three waterfront stadiums in the FBS, and we've been to all three in the last few seasons. Seattle, Washington, Knoxville, Tennessee, and here in Waco, Texas. Pistol formation again, Smith behind and now moving to the right hip of Gary Bohannon. Bohannon threw his first season and career pick in this game. He slaps the ball and throws complete to Taekwon Thornton to move the chains on second down and six, a gain of 10-plus. Out near midfield, now into BYU territory, the spot, the 47 of BYU. I noticed there, Greg, the they're not giving the soft cover or what's called free access hitches with like early in the game through their alignment, but they were still playing bail technique. The BYU corners were up on the line of scrimmage, but then bailed at the snap, which allowed for the slant. Second level run for Abram Smith. 35-30, 25-20, forced out 15-yard line. He found himself a hole to the right side of the field and just kept on chugging. Malik Moore makes the force out, but not until a big run from Abram Smith puts the Bears in the red zone, the 16-yard line of BYU. No trouble moving the ball today for Baylor. 32-yard run as they near 200 yards of offense here in the first half. Yet BYU leads by a score of 7-3. They're in the pistol. Smith behind Bohannon. They motion Estrada. Tight end left. Tight end and two wides to the right. Ball far hash. Snap Bohannon chest high. Hand off Smith. Smith lowers the helmet. Bounces off a tackle. Falls forward for three. Give him four on first down and ten. Yeah, uh, Baylor's offensive line is definitely winning the line surge battle. That uh, not necessarily on the bigger run. The bigger run, they just created a nice running lane for Smith. But on this uh, first down play that we just saw, the line was able to reestablish the line of scrimmage about three yards down the field. So BYU, it seems to be they're either getting pushed or they're giving up a gap. They've got to be able to uh, eliminate both of those opportunities. Tight end, right, twins, left. Stretch handoff, left. Ebner. Feeling his way forward, then ricocheting off a would-be tackler to the 10-yard line where he's dropped after a gain of three, setting up a third down and four. And isn't this a third interesting down for Baylor? They've yet to convert a third down on their way to gaining 200 yards here in the first half. 0 for 4 
on third downs, one for two on fourth. And this will be a third down and four from the BYU 10-yard line. Ball directly between the hash marks. Gary Bohannon awaits in the gun. His tailback partner is Abram Smith in pistol. Tight end and a wide receiver left. Tight end and a wide receiver right. The run is right. And Smith shoots a gap, gets to the plane, pushed back at the one-yard line. Now the pile pushes to the end zone, and the signal is touchdown. Abram Smith for the score, and the Bears retake the lead. He appeared to be stopped at the one, a pile created, and then the pile was pushed past the plane for the touchdown. Yeah, I mentioned this a while ago. Abram Smith, 5'11", 221 pounds. He is a load to carry. He's yet to be brought down by a single Cougar tackler. Uh, He also seems to have a much better flow for this game as he has eight carries for 61 yards and a touchdown. And Ebner, the kind of change of pace back, is only three carries for 18. Smith is uh, dominating. Isaiah Hankins' PAT is up and good. And you can give 70 yards to Smith now after the touchdown run. Eight for 70 and that score with a long of 31. The PAT good and Baylor retakes the lead by a score of 10 to 7. 8.54 on the second quarter clock. We'll be taking a break. We'll come back to Waco after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Football brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen have been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Learn more at SiegfriedandJensen.com. We just saw a seven-play, 75-yard drive. Six of the plays were rushes for 61 yards of the 75 on the ground. 3.23 off the clock. A nine-yard touchdown run from Abram Smith makes the score 10-7 on the Hankins PAT. Baylor 10 and BYU 7 with 8.54 to go until halftime here at McLean Stadium, Waco, Texas. Greg Rubel, Riley Nelson in the booth. Mitchell Jurgens down at field level. On a sunny Saturday, the shadows begin to creep across the field. Hasn't quite reached the field of play, but for a smidgen of the south end zone, the shadows will lengthen as the day gets long and As for now, it's a beautiful sun-splashed Saturday along the banks of the Brazos River. We can see uh, boats pulled up and kayakers paddling and folks crossing the bridge on foot to our right, the south here. Just an incredibly scenic setting. And this athletic complex at Baylor University is all really contained in the, the same general vicinity. So you can look around and see all these different venues and buildings and fields, and it's quite the place to be. Kicking off is Noah Rauschenberg for the Bears. He'll kick off to Nyberg and Katoa. From right to left and south to north here at McLean Stadium. Rauschenberg loosens the shoulders, makes his approach, swings the right leg into the ball and drives it deep into and through the end zone for a touchback. It'll be 25-yard line. BYU first down and 10. Baylor's outgaining BYU right now by 120 yards, 209 to 89. Just a three-point edge on the scoreboard. Jaron Hall, 7 for 8, 90 yards. Jaron Hall opened last game, 7 for 8, throwing it. Gary Bohannon, by the way, 9 for 16, no touchdowns and a pick. His first as Baylor's quarterback. Again, he was one of only two guys with 1,000 yards and no INTs coming into today. Baylor was one of only two teams without a pick. And they're now out of that territory. Hall is in the gun. 
Belt high snap. Loads up and goes for Nakua. He is open and makes another great catch downfield inside the 30-yard line. Puka Nakua. When Puka can see it and the DB can't, I think you know what's going to happen. Puka Nakua second time today, and Hall finds him deep down the field. The big gainer to the 30-yard line. BYU a 55-yard completion. Make it a 45-yard completion. Hall to Nakua, and the Cougs are first and 10. And the reason the DB can't see the ball, Greg, is because he got beat so bad at the line of scrimmage, he is frantically trying to recover so that Puka doesn't run free down the field for a touchdown. He is dominating his matchup early on in this game. Puka for 52 and now 45 today. Shotgun snap, Hall takes a three-step and throws for back shoulder, Nakua. Oh, did he haul it in? No, attempted to make an impressive one-handed grab inside the five and couldn't quite haul it in. But it was hauled to Puka again, and Puka nearly made a very nice catch. And now he goes off the field to the team area, maybe a little gingerly. Let's keep an eye out to see if he goes for treatment. I don't think he came no, out Greg, quite right. I think that's just two deep routes, uh, I don't know. one he's, after he's, another. He's, uh, he is being tended to. They're looking at something. He came off not quite right. And now Puka's on the sideline. Hope it's a short-term thing, but he's seeing, seeking attention. Second down, 10 from the Baylor 30. Hand off Algier. Algier wrapped up, but he's able to drag a tackler for three, setting up a big third down and seven from the 27. Now, wind at your back. This will be a 44-yard if you get nothing. You tie the game. I think that's something to think about, even though they like to go for it on fourth down. Field goal wouldn't be the worst play here if you don't move the chains. We'll see what they do here on third down and seven. BYU two for four on third down today. And they've converted a third and seven already today. I think that was the Pau'u completion. Hall and shotgun. Receives the JMP snap at his helmet. Tucks and goes down as pressure collapsed on Jaron Hall, and he is sacked. And now the Cougars are looking at a 50-yard field goal if they want to go for it. That loss of yardage on the play takes them out of close field goal range and may set up four-down territory. Yeah, and a quick update, Puka Nakua. So uh, it looks like he just uh, cut his, uh, must have fallen on the turf, got a big scrape. their first timeout of the half. Timeout on the field. All right, so, so timeout will be taken. Mitch, go ahead. Yeah, so they just wrapped up his arm. He'll be good to come in. Uh, no, nothing serious at that, all. That's good to hear. Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone. Zions Bank for banking that helps you game plan for life. Zions Bank is for you. So with Puka Nakua patched up. He'll be ready to play when the Cougars next snap the football. It'll be fourth down and 13. Will the Cougars kick a long field goal, punt and pin, or go for it on fourth? Come back and find out. It is Baylor 10, BYU 7. 7.13 to go until halftime on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with a scoreboard update. Let's check in on other games in the top 25. Number one, Georgia leading number 11, Kentucky, 7-0 in the second quarter. Also, second quarter action, number two, Iowa trailing Purdue. Boilermakers with a touchdown lead at 7-0. Back out to Waco in the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Thank you, Jason. BYU facing a fourth and 13, and they will try a 50-yard Jake Oldroyd field goal. Jake has been good from 50 or better five times in his BYU career. By the way, Puka Nakua and Jaron Hall have going today's connection to the game brought to you by Renaissance Ranch. Connection to the game presented by Renaissance Ranch. Building connections for life twice. Hall's gone to Puka two times for 97 yards, 52 and 45. This is a 50-yard field goal try. The snap to Rico. 
Good placement. Kick has plenty of leg, and it is no good wide. So 50-yard field goal try is no good for Jake Oldroyd, who had made 18 of his last 19 field goals, including 16 in a row at one point. He's now 37 for 48 on his field goal tries, and distance wasn't the issue there. It just was wide to the side, and the score stays 10-7. So BYU a chance to tie the game, and that sack, loss of six, might have been the difference between BYU tying the game and being down three. Yeah. So from the 33, it's first and 10 Baylor. Yeah, and it wasn't generated by a blitz, so it's not like a change in protection or an identification of blitz would have done something better. It was just simply the Baylor defensive lineman won his matchup. Gary Bohannon, shotgun, throws an underneath route, complete by Thornton, and he falls ahead to the line to gain. Give him nine. They'll say just shy of the first down marker. So to the 42-yard line, gain of nine. Bohannon to Thornton. And first down and 10, Baylor. So a little of the wind taken out there as that was a 45-yard completion to Puka Nakua getting BYU down to the 30. And the Cougs getting nothing on that possession inside the 40. 42-yard line. Second and less than one. And they go pistol with Ebner behind Bohannon. Now Ebner moves to the right hip of the Baylor quarterback, Gary Bohannon. Takes a shotgun snap at his chest. On second and short, steps up and throws off on the release. Wide open in the left flat as the tight end Ben Sims stumbles, regains his footing, and gets down to the 35-yard line of BYU. That is a 23-yard catch and run to a wide open tight end Ben Sims in the left flat. Ben Sims lined up on the right side of the formation and ran a drag route. He essentially was the check down, even though he went out and out in the pattern. BYU lost him as he crossed the formation and was wide open. He caught the ball only two yards past the line of scrimmage and ran for the other 19 to 20. Substitutions on the Baylor offensive line. Linemen in and out right before Bohannon gets set in the gun. 6-12 to go until halftime. Baylor 10, BYU 7. First and 10 at the BYU 35-yard line. The motion man is Sneed to the right, creating trips to the right. The run is to the left. A flag flies. First flag we've seen today as tripped up and falling nine yards downfield is the tailback Treston Ebner. And I don't know that we've seen a flag until now. This is our first penalty, Greg, and it looks to be in the area of holding. So this game went almost 25 minutes without a penalty. I would say that's a rarity in college football, in any kind of football. Most definitely. 5.56 to play until halftime. 10-7, Bears lead the Cougs in a long discussion after this no penalty call. For, on the play for a chop block. Question, contact with Regal. Okay, so we still had no penalties. They pick up the flag, no foul. And so it'll be a nine-yard gain for Baylor. And second down and one. Their last second and one, they completed a pass for... 23 yards. 26-yard line, the spot. Baylor, 250 yards of offense to BYU's 130 here in the first half. First, uh, second and one from the BYU 26. They'll move the ball between the hash marks. BYU, white and navy uniform combo. Baylor in the all-greens with yellow letters and numerals today. All-green includes the helmets for Baylor with the Sailor Bear logo affixed on the side. Wide receivers to either side, tight ends to either side. That's your alignment with Pistol, Bohannon, and Smith. Bohannon calls for the ball, turns, no one there. Running back was on the other side, and the throw is batted down, incomplete. 
intended for the end zone, and Hayden Livingston makes the pass breakup near the goal line. Yeah, he did a great job. So Hayden, was, that was uh, on a post route, and he was the safety on the other side of the field, uh, and he came across outside of Bohannon's view and did a good job getting his mid up there. He actually tipped it up in the air, and I thought he and he had a small chance. I mean, it would have been a Herculean effort to be able to come down with the catch. Great pass breakup nonetheless. Third down and one from the pistol. The handoff to Smith has the first down easily down to the 20-yard line, gain of six. So the second and one shot for the end zone ends up in the PBU, but the next play results in a chain mover. Six-yard run, and Baylor nearing 260 yards and nearly doubling up BYU in offense here in the first half. First down 10 from the 20, another red zone possession for the Bears, who lead BYU 10-7. 256 to 131 is your yardage tally right now. They will have Bohannon in the shotgun, Abram Smith to his left hip. Shotgun snap handled to the chest by Bohannon. Hands off Smith, gets second level, has first down, has first and goal. Inside the 10, give him a run of 13 yards to the BYU 7-yard line. Abram Smith nearing 100 yards here in the first half. That was his 10th carry. He's near 90 with a score. And Baylor threatening to score again. This is one of those games where it feels like if you get a chance to score a la BYU in the field goal, you better make good because Baylor is just moving the ball with ease right now. First and goal from the eight is the spot. Bohannon shotgun. Trips to the right, including a tight end. The handoff to the fly sweep man from right to left. Diving for the plane. Did he get in? Signal is not He's about a yard shy of the end zone. And that was Josh Fleeks on fly sweep from left to right. Mark him out at the two. So second and goal from the two coming up for Baylor. First time we've seen fly sweep result in a give. And it got five. Give him six to the two. Ball set near hash. Baylor driving right to left as we see it and you hear it going away from us to our left so we turn to our left to see this second and goal from the BYU 2 ball near hash they go pistol formation they go Ibex now fullback will lead for Smith and the fullback dive waiting for the signal in for six they bring in the linebacker Dylan Doyle as a fullback and the fullback dive gets in for six, and Baylor expands the lead as we approach halftime. The BYU defense has taken an interesting strategy to try and stop this wide zone concept that Baylor's having so much uh, success with. They are lining, they're covering up all of the blockers, meaning they have no second level players uh, or, or linebackers, at least on the majority of the snaps on that previous down, which means that if they are able to get through the initial line of scrimmage, there's plenty of room to roam for Smith and Ebner. Isaiah Hankins off for the PAT. It's up and good. And Baylor has BYU down double digits now by a score of 17-7. to So 14 straight for Baylor. And with 3.36 to go until halftime, it's the Bears by 10 and a timeout on the field. Dylan Doyle, the starting linebacker, comes in and plays fullback for a two-yard dive and the score. Baylor 17, Cougar 7 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
Well, the Baylor Bears on a three-game home win streak. Lead here at home against BYU. 17-7 is our score. Last drive for the Bears, 67 yards, eight plays, 3.32 off the clock. The touchdown scored by the linebacker, checking in as a fullback in Ibax, Dylan Doyle. The kick by Hankins makes it 17-7, 3.36 to go until halftime. BYU will get the ball to start the second half, so wouldn't it be nice to both end this half and start the next one with a scoring possession? Down 10 as we approach the break here in Waco, McLean Stadium. Kicking off is Noah Rauschenberg as the shadows begin to inch across the field here at McLean Stadium. The wind continues to blow. It's been a breezy day. The cold front that was brought in by the breeze yesterday has stuck around as temperatures are pleasant. Dropped a good 10, 15 degrees from yesterday to today. Rauschenberg approaches. They go onside. The ball rolling, rolling. And Baylor recovers the onside kick, 12 yards downfield. And there were only Bears around the ball. BYU was not thinking onside. Oh, and a BYU player is hurt on top of that. Morgan Piper, it looks like. Linebacker Morgan Piper, and he is a linebacker in the rotation. Certainly, he is down. Onside kick, leading by 10, approaching halftime. BYU was going backwards when that ball was kicked short. The onside, perfectly executed. Clearly the timing was perfect. And Baylor, which is on a roll of 14 straight right now, has a chance to score again before halftime and change the tenor of this game. Again, as I just noted, Riley, you score here and you begin the second half with the ball, you're right in this football game, giving away a possession to a team on a roll and gaining nearly 300 yards already here in the first half. Yeah, they. Uh, I'm just watching the replay up on the board and cardinal sin of kickoff return is you have to see the ball off the kicker's foot before you start heading back and the defense and the BYU uh, front line, the front five of their kickoff return formation, sure Reset enough, had taken off before they saw the ball seconds. go over their head. Three, three, five. Creating the space for the kicker. I, I think you mentioned it, Greg. The kicker was the one who recovered the, the onside kick himself. So Rauschenberg on the recovery at the 47. So time for the BYU defense to stiffen again and find a way to keep the Baylor Bears from scoring again before the break. 17-7 the score. They go Ibax. Abram Smith, the tailback, follows his fullback left. A collision of bodies, and Smith does a nice job to try and spin out of that last tackle from Earl Tuioti Mariner. But uh, Tuioti Mariner does enough to take him off balance, and the fall ahead for only two running left. It'll be second down and eight. Real good job by Earl there, as uh, probably he can. He has the unique distinction of being the first one to bring down Smith by himself as a single tackler. Pistol formation. Smith behind Bohannon, second down eight, 49-yard line of Baylor. We approach halftime, 3.05 to go till the break. Baylor's up 10, 17 to 7. They've just recovered an onside kick after scoring a 14th consecutive point. Snap, helmet high, Bohannon, stretch handoff left, Smith. Smith lowers the helmet as he collides with Caleb Hayes, kept in bounds with his forward progress to the 48 of BYU. The gain of a couple will set up a third down and four long, four, maybe five for Baylor. Under two and a half to play until halftime. The spot of the ball between the 47 and 48, the line to gain the 43. So a long four for Baylor on third down. Baylor on third downs today, two for six. BYU two for five. Again, pistol formation. 
Quarterback trailed by tailback. Now that tail moves to the left hip of Bohannon. That's Abram Smith. On a two-step drop, Bohannon throws on the crosser. Complete first down. Tyquan Thornton moves the chains to the 32 of BYU. A 15-yard gain on third down and four. And Baylor nears a scoring territory. I'm interested. I'm a little bit perplexed to see these BYU cornerbacks continue to get beat on the slant where Baylor has met, had no completions in this game, 20 attempts, 12 uh, completions, none of which have been made on throws to the sideline. You'd almost wonder if they fix their alignment to sit inside on top of the slant and force them to throw, make a completion to the sideline. Pistol snap Bohannon. And the handoff veering left goes nowhere. Loss of one actually on the play on the handoff to Treston Ebner. Ebner the least effective of the two tailbacks used today, but that's not saying a lot because he's still gaining a nice number per carry, but they've gone to Smith a lot more today. They have the Bears to the 34 is the run. Loss of one, second and 11 from the BYU 34. 90 seconds to go until halftime. BYU trails Baylor by a score of 17-7. to BYU two timeouts left. Baylor all three timeouts remaining. Bohannon shotgun. Short drop, pump, dump off underneath, complete to Ebner. Makes first man miss. That was Caleb Hayes and falls ahead for another five or six. It'll be third down and short coming up for the Bears. Third down again. It'll be their eighth third down try of the first half. Baylor three for seven on third downs, converting a moment ago. Have to credit Bohannon. He's a very poised decision maker, continuing to check the ball down and letting his ball carriers make a move. They're not getting big chunks in the passing game, but they're getting enough to stay in front of the sticks and getting third and manageable. Third and five, maybe four down territory. BYU 28-yard line, 40 seconds to go. Bohannon takes the pistol snap, hands off to the back, who just drives a BYU tackler backward. That was George Udo. And the handoff to Smith is short of the line to gain. Needed five and got one, a four. Fourth down and one. Now you're kicking timeout on the field, Baylor, by the way, 30 seconds to go. Called by Baylor, 30 seconds. So Baylor, two timeouts left, BYU two timeouts left, 30 seconds to go. Baylor up 10, down to the BYU 24. It'll be a 41-yard try into a pretty stiff wind. What do you do here for Jeff Grimes? You're averaging 6.3 yards per carry, including on that last third and five. You got four with relative ease. I got to imagine they'll load up maybe heavy personnel or maybe just base personnel and hand the ball off to Smith. You just went on side to take control of the football game. You do that by scoring a touchdown here if they have enough time to get in for six. Field goal, those are points, but not a sure thing with the wind being what it is here at McLean Stadium. So... With the ball at the 24, it would be a 41-yard field goal try. If the offense stays on the field, it's fourth and one with a chance to move the sticks. Abram Smith, by the way, nearly 100 yards rushing in the first half. He's at 97. And the quarterback, Bohannon, and the O back out on the field. And they'll go pistol. Abram Smith, three yards shy of a century here in the first half, is the tailback behind Bohannon. Fourth and one, the 24, BYU. And now the Cougs call a defensive timeout. Timeout called by BYU. 30-second timeout. 17-7. Baylor's up 10. We're staying right here with it as the Cougs take their second-to-last timeout. And Baylor looks at a fourth down and one. Coming in two today, Baylor was 12 for 15 on fourth downs. The BYU defending defense, not so great giving up 10 conversions on 15 fourth down attempts uh, attempted against them on the season. BYU, or rather Baylor, 13 for 17 now on fourth downs after going one for two today. 
So yep. from the 24 in the left hash, fourth and one Bears. Hey, Greg, quick injury update. Uh, Morgan Piper was taken to the locker room. It appears to be a head injury. Um, and so it doesn't look likely that he will return in this game. Uh, more to come there. Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone for banking that helps you game plan for life. Zions Bank is for you. Fourth and one, Bohannon goes under center, moving from pistol, and a triple tight end shift from right to left. Strength is left, and a sneak from Bohannon, and he got it. I think he got it. He had a good dive, and where they marked the ball, it looks to be a first down. That was fourth and not a short one, by the way. But uh, Bohannon, who was in pistol, snuck up to center, took the snap, and they snuck Bohannon, and still no signal to move the sticks. The sticks look just shy of the 42, and that looks Got about the where the snot, yeah, where the spot is. This might require a measurement. Yeah. Chains are coming out. I thought it was good, and it's close enough to require a measurement good. It was a late placement of the ball, and they're going to bring out the chains here. This Will one, BYU have held? Let's see. Yeah, Craig, wow. this one looks mighty, mighty close. Yeah. Uh, I was looking at the sticks before they moved, brought him in from the sideline. I'm looking where the ball is now. This is going to be a difference of an inch. I don't think he made it. Short. Short by maybe a football length. BYU holds on defense with 25 seconds to go. So, before halftime. So, Greg, one thing about uh, the technique of quarterback sneaks. Bohannon, you mentioned he shot the gap to the left, but he dove. One of the problems with diving is your legs go out from under you. You cannot keep driving. You look at masters of the quarterback sneak, Tom Brady being one. He does find a way to his ground quick, but he keeps his legs underneath him to keep his momentum going. Sometimes you think that, yeah, the line to gain is right there, but you don't stretch or your dive doesn't get you as far as you think. Bohannon made a mistake by leaving his feet and ending up short of the line to gain. Wow, will that be a, a play that factors in the outcome today is the question is BYU has stopped the Bears on fourth down and one on quarterback sneak. Baylor, which had been 12 for 15 on fourth, has gone one for three today. Pistol snap to Jaron Hall. The handoff to Algier is dragged down and no gain on the play. And the Cougs may have taken their final timeout with 20 seconds to play. Third time out of the half called by BYU. 30 seconds. All right, so the Cougs have uh, no timeouts remaining and the football second down and 11. They gave Algier a loss of one. And again, one of those games where it feels like, wow, it's been a while since BYU's been out there on offense. The onside kick took time away from BYU's offense. They get it back now with 20 seconds remaining before halftime, trailing 17-7. to But it's already a victory of sorts, no points for Baylor, and BYU will get the ball to begin half number two. Yeah, you weather their blows. They obviously had a very uh, productive offensive first half. You were doubled up in time of possession. Not quite. Baylor's going to end the half with 19 minutes and 18 seconds of 30 total minutes. Uh, but only being down 10 is really a victory when being outgained and outpossessed by such a wide margin. Yeah, Baylor's on pace for a 600-yard day in about 40 minutes of possession, and yet... BYU's one possession away from making a one-score game. 20 seconds to go. Baylor can stop the clock two times. Hand off Algier. Algier stopped after a gain of one on second and 11. Third down and nine, and Baylor will stop the clock. Second time out of the half called by Baylor. So, BYU. Please put 15 seconds on the clock with a third down and nine. Sees the clock go from 14 to 16 on the reset. And so if BYU doesn't convert here, Baylor will call its final timeout and give themselves a chance to maybe get one offensive playoff before halftime. 
or even a chance to just go after an all-out ball. Yeah, good point. Yeah, yep. so it, you're, you're at home. You respect BYU a lot, and so you just you got to make them earn every down, including a make them play through the end. BYU is being outgained 305 to 132 right now, and the Cougars, a good running team through the first six games, have minus three yards on 11 carries today. So third down nine at the BYU 25-yard line. Pistol with Algier behind Hall. Snap to Jaron. They give to Tyler. Tyler runs into traffic and then tackled after a gain of a couple to the 27-yard line. Baylor will take its final timeout. Ten seconds to go. Baylor calls their third and final timeout of the half. 30 seconds in left. So on a fourth down and seven, BYU will punt it away or try and get the punt away. And the Cougs are just going to hit the reset button here at halftime and realize they get the football to begin quarter number three. Now this note, Riley, the third quarter has been the worst quarter for BYU all year long. And it's been the best quarter for Baylor this year. So this is a day of all days where BYU needs a good third quarter down 10 approaching halftime. Well, uh, this drive, although it didn't leave after the stop, after stopping them on fourth down, uh, has not been super productive is by way of moving. It did at least get the off. I'm against a defense like Baylor. You got it's like chopping wood, right? So it gave the offensive line two more chops at wood, two more looks. Tyler Algier two more carries, and while they didn't result in explosive plays, they still were good looks that may be helpful in the second half. Rico back to punt. Snap to Rico and punt away. That's a wobbler to the near sideline and out of bounds. A uh, a rare miss hit by Ryan Rico on the punt. So Greg, and it'll be three seconds to go. Baylor a chance for one Hail Mary to the end zone. Just a little bit of losing your composure. There was no returner back for Baylor. They were bringing all, all 11, and you have a quick kick on as, as opposed to your normal two-step punt. Rico only had his one-step punt. But one of the things about that is with no returner back, you got to keep the punt in bounds because then the clock runs out. Now with the ball at the 46, Bohannon has the arm strength to give the to put the ball in the end zone should they want to do a Hail Mary. Very possible that we just see him hand the ball off and we get into the second half. Although the bunch formation, now that Baylor's broken the huddle at the top of the formation, looks to me like they're going for the Hail Mary. 27-yard punt setting up a Hail Mary on the final play of half number one. Bohannon steps up, hit from behind as he throws, so it waffles downfield, and it is incomplete as two Cougars had the pick and it bounced between both of them as one of them had it, I think, maybe knocked out of the hands of Jacob Robinson. Was it he and Mandel that were together down there? Yeah, the frustrating thing about that, Greg, sorry, in the middle of the play you heard a groan from me. The Bohannon got hit on the throw, and so all the receivers were back behind the BYU DBs. So when, then they, when they couldn't get coordinated on catching the ball, all he had to do was catch the ball, and then the only guys left were the five offensive linemen and Bohannon, who had just been tackled on the ground. There was a potential opportunity for a big let's, defensive play there. Let's head down to Mitch with Coach. Coach, uh, huge fourth down stop on that last drive, uh, but still probably not the start you hoped for here in Waco. What's your overall assessment of the first half? Yeah, our defense is getting run up. You know, the, the D-line's got to have a presence, and the cornerback need to be more challenging. I mean, they, we're going to stop the run. Our cornerbacks need when you stop a simple slant and a hitch. And so we got to tackle better. We have to do a lot of adjustments at halftime, and, uh, you know, we need to ask our corners and our, our D-line to step up. Offensively, what do you want to see change uh, to put up points and, and bank this a ball game again? We'll take advantage of the big plays that we have. I mean, you know, we missed the field goal, but we also had a, a, a trick play that went the wrong way. So uh, just keep keep getting consistent plays and 
Uh, you don't have to rely on big plays. You just got to get, get, start chopping away at, at little, little by little, and we'll be fine. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, All right, thank you, Mitchell Jurgensen, head coach, Kalani Sitake. Halftime recap coming up from Waco after this. Halftime score, Baylor 17, BYU 7, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.